Good morning and welcome to Minx Your Morning, a podcast and Instagram live show brought to you by me, Liat Horowitz, your coach and cheerleader, helping you live the life you love. This is the daily dose of motivation you need to lift your spirits, clarify your goals and set your intentions for a power day ahead. Stick with me to learn how to minx your morning and elevate your life. Everyone has a story, and today's guest, Sabrina Greer, has a story that's not only fascinating, but also truly inspiring. Sabrina started off as a model traveling the world from the young age of just 15 years old, and eventually came back to her core passion of writing after she settled down, got married, and had children. She wrote her first book and quickly realized that telling and sharing women's empowerment stories is where she wanted to focus her entrepreneurial flair. Listen up to today's episode that will get you feeling inspired, maybe even to write your own book. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I was just saying that the reason that I love to bring on a guest is because I am obsessed with people's stories and I have a feeling that you are too. I am. This is like something in the making that I've been wanting to make happen for a while. First of all, thank you for joining me. and for having me. And now I would love it if I can hand it over to you just so that you can have a moment to introduce yourself to anyone who may not know who you are. Tell us a little bit about your background. Like I'm going, we're going back to South Africa. We're going to give us a little bit of background because that's of personal interest to me. And I think it's an interesting part of your story. I'm interested in your process and your story and figuring out how you got to where you are now. Okay. How long do we have all day? (laughs) The story is long. So I will, I will give out the Coles notes. I'm an entrepreneur. I have always had an entrepreneurial spirit from the time I was a young girl. I never wanted to work (laughs) traditionally. So I started modeling when I was a very young girl. I was 12, 13 years old. I started traveling when I was 15. I lived overseas for several years. I did high school through a tutor and yeah, very unconventional life. Wow. So that sort of ignited that spark to always be my own boss, always forge a new path, do things differently than what, you know, society tells us we should be doing. And so I went to school for psychology and education when I got back from my my fancy modeling journey. And then South Africa was one of the places I lived. So that's what made me connect with you on such a deep level because I lived there for almost six years. And then got my degree in developmental psychology and thought I was going to be a teacher and work with special needs children. And I ended up working in corporate as an event planner because that makes sense. And I, lo- I always loved community though and events and being around people and mentoring people and speaking. So So it was sort of a natural transition for me. And then after I left the corporate world, when I was pregnant with my second child, I decided that I didn't ever want to go back to a job. And I started my own business. And I've worked in many different entrepreneurial ventures, but I landed at where I am now, which I'm a clarity coach. So I help women. My tagline is I help women birth their brain babies. And I do so through my other businesses, which is publishing. So I I am a book publisher, 
These are all my books behind me. <laughs> and I also recently published a magazine called Mama Brain Magazine. And yeah, it's so amazing. We do group coaching programs. We do, I do one-on-one -on -one coaching as well. I've got courses and multiple programs throughout the year that are all set up to help women live their dream birth their brain baby, whatever it is. You know, I have clients come to me all the time saying, oh, I'm just a mom or I'm just a dot fill in the blank. And I'm not okay with that. So I wanted to bridge the gap and show people what's possible. And the best way to do that I've learned is by going first and leading by example. Wow. Okay. So that is so awesome and very impressive and fascinating. But my question to you is, was it actually that simple in the no. sense, a corporate job and you make a decision to, to leave that stability and that, you know, that consistency to go out and do your own thing? And then how do you decide what your own thing is? I'm just curious if someone was in your position, but when you were back then having kids, trying to figure out what they want to do, knowing they have maybe something else in them that they want to explore, what would you say to, to that mom or woman or person who's listening to you and thinking, oh, I would love to do my own thing or I also want yeah. to change careers? Yeah, I think it's almost always fear. Fear of failure, fear of being judged, fear of not being good enough, fear of success even sometimes I see. So it really is about fear and what I learned and why I love that I studied psychology in university because now it really applies to, to my everyday practice in my life. We see things differently in our subconscious as we do in our conscious mind. The fear that's there is real, of course, it, it's, but we perceive it differently. So making a small change in our life or quitting a job or making a big decision can be as terrifying as getting attacked by a tiger in the jungle. It's that fight or flight, that instant like, ooh, nope. And then our ego or mean girl or whatever you want to call her, the mean one upstairs yelling at you, telling you not to do something. Her job is to keep us safe and keep us essentially small. So we always have a tendency, and I say we because I've been there, right? I'm, I'm not exempt from these fears and doubts. It's just I, what sets me apart is I had the courage to push through that. So ultimately, anyone can do that. Anyone can have five seconds of courage to make a, a decision. It's just finding that courage. And it took me years and years of personal development. I've worked with at least a dozen coaches. I've been in hundreds of programs and masterminds and other things throughout my journey and my travels. So it really is an ongoing journey to keep that fear at bay. Okay, good. I totally agree with you. I think that I very much relate to what you're saying because it was something that I was very fearful of leaving the corporate world for 13 years. It's like, I just knew I wanted to do it, but couldn't really take that step. Yeah. And I did. And it literally was that. It was just like getting, literally stepping over that line and stepping into, I guess, my power in, as we call it. And definitely a huge part of it for me was and is still my journey of personal development and growth, whatever one wants. Yeah. And I think people, and I'm curious to know, because this was not on my list of questions, but I'm curious to know what you think of this. When you say personal growth or personal development to people, I feel like some people just like they go straight over their heads or they roll their eyes or they're like, oh, it's woohoo. And I'm just like, Anything where you are investing in yourself is personal development. That's all yeah. it doesn't mean 
You have to go and rah-rah with Tony Robbins for four days. It doesn't mean that. You invest in developing your own personal abilities, capabilities, and strengths. You Absolutely. People like have different views on what that phrase actually means. Oh yeah, of course. But like everything, people have their opinions of every single thing. You know, I always say, it's not, don't compare to other people because what works for you or what works for me isn't necessarily going to work for everyone. So when I'm working with my clients as a clarity coach, you know, I never say to them, okay, go quit your job because that works for me. I never recommend things like that, but I do plant seeds because seeds are the start of all growth. So I plant seeds, I give ideas, I give, you know, recommendations of what worked for me. And that's how I teach. I say, this is how it worked for me. I'm super raw and open. And, you know, it's funny because I always use the pun, I'm an open book and I'm a publisher so and an author, but it's true. I think I always say leading by example, not just with my clients, but with my children, leading by example is really the only way to show what's possible. So I go first. I go first. I show people what's possible. If they want to jump on the bandwagon and do what I did exactly verbatim, then awesome. I am willing to share. And if they want a different journey for themselves, then that's up to them. So it's available to everyone. But yes, absolutely. People have different opinions of what personal growth is. Some people roll their eyes. Some people expect a third eye to like open in your forehead and all of a sudden like light shoot out of you. It's not like that, right? It really is. A personal preference is called personal growth because it, it's not a one size fits all game. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so on the same page when it comes to that. I'm very curious though, Sabrina, explain to me how you go from modeling to like psychology and education to writing a book. Like what, yeah. explain the book part, the authoring, the writing. For sure. I'm about I don't think anyone's journey is linear, right? Like it's, we have to test the waters. We have to try different things to find what we love. When I work with my clients, it devastates me when they say, oh, well, I spent all of this money and all of this time studying X, Y, Z. I have to go get a job. I should go get a job doing this. And it kills me because no, you shouldn't. You have to try different things. And if you go to school for 10 years to be a doctor and decide that, that doesn't work for you, there's other options. So for me, writing was always a passion. It was an outlet. It was something that made my heart sore. I used to write poetry. I journaled my entire journey as a model. So stay tuned for my book, which is coming out soon. My my solo book about my entire process of how I, I got to where I am now. Writing was always, you know, when the other kids in school wanted to be doctors and firefighters, I was like, I want to be an author. People were like, oh, what? No, there's no money in writing books. And it's always been a passion. And I strongly believe that if you have a passion, a burning desire in your belly, there's a way to monetize it. There's a way to make it a career. Anything, literally anything. I love that. And what's interesting to me is that it was obviously there from when you were very young. It was yep. passion that was always there. So whether what happens is when we get older and obviously when some women have children, our passions and our hobbies and our dreams and desires slip aside for a bit and they are deprioritized or we make them deprioritized. It's always going back. You always have to go back to like 
core passions from when you were younger. Maybe it adjusts or something, but I find that it's very interesting how it always goes back to that. If you look for it. And if you look for it, yeah. But then how do you get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm going to become a publisher for other people? Absolutely. So it started, I was working with another publisher for a while and I published my first two books. But when I started writing, I thought, because my books are about motherhood at this point in time. So when I started writing, You've Got This Mama, which is our, our best-selling book series, I recognized that I didn't know everything and that I haven't experienced everything. And it felt like I'd be doing the world a disservice by only sharing my point of view and my story. So we created the You've Got This Mama series, which is kind of like Chicken Soup for the Soul. It's a co-authored book. So there's 20 authors in each book of the series and they share their stories every walk of life. There's stay-at-home moms, there's working moms, there's single moms, there's everything you can imagine. So it covered all of the stories. So when you pick up one of these books... You can feel connected, even if my story, my personal story doesn't resonate. So it was amazing. And then all of a sudden, it was the spiral effect where readers were loving it and people were coming to me wanting to contribute. I decided to take it on my own and be my own boss and be my own publisher. YGT Mama Media Co. was born and I started publishing the stories of others. And a lot of my co-authors came to me saying, hey, I want to write my book now. I'm ready to tell my story. I said, let's do it co-authoring idea to you publishing and then people coming back and saying, yeah. I'll write my own book. So that's a quick snapshot. Like to date, how many books have you published and what's coming? So far we've published almost 150 authors between co-author books and solo books. We've got tw- a dozen books on our imprint currently with 18 more launching in 2021, including a couple of co-author opportunities. We're also starting a wing of the company that is going to be publishing children's empowerment books. So the genre that we publish, we don't do fiction or any of that. We publish what I call women's empowerment books. So narrative nonfiction, personal stories, personal growth (laughs) books, right? To support that journey as well. So we've got some amazing titles in our list. It's just, it's been such an amazing journey. So we've got incredible stories coming out in the new year. And yeah, I see this baby growing into hundreds and hundreds of books and just being like sitting on that niche of empowering families and empowering women. We're also creating some more inclusive opportunities as well. We're doing a book for dads. We're doing some other things coming down the pipeline as well. So lots of exciting stuff happening in the new year. I absolutely love this because really you took something that could have just been a fleeting idea that came into your head and then could have gone stuck and you actually caught it, held on. Very inspiring. I think I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to get on the YGT Mama publishing bandwagon. I don't know. What do you say to someone who thinks they're just a mom or just a working woman and she has this little burning desire to write something? Do they talk to you and start with the full book or would you say maybe the co-author idea? Tell us what you think. Yeah. So I think everyone has a story. Every single person has a story and it's worthy of hearing because When people come to me, we do a lot of mindset work because I'm a coach and a publisher. It works really well together. It complements each other because a lot of what I do with my authors is coaching to show them that their story is worth sharing, to show them that what they have to say matters because it does. 
because every single person has a, a story that's worth hearing. So I think if somebody was just getting that like nudge, that little push to write, absolutely co-authoring is the way to go. Cause it's like getting a taste of the publishing world by writing a chapter. Cause that's all it is. It's a 3000 word chapter. You get a bio, a photo. So it also works like a business card or a calling card because you become a published author. All of our books to date are best-selling authors on Amazon. You get to add that title to your resume. It's such an intimate process as well because you're writing a book with other people who you probably haven't met before. So it becomes like a sisterhood, a community. It's a really amazing way to share your story outside of maybe blogging or podcasting. So it's just another vehicle to share your story, but on a global level, the books are available on Amazon. We're available at chapters, do tons of book signings and events. And it's just, it's been such a fun way to do it. So if anyone was feeling that nudge to write, I would absolutely say start with the co-authoring. We've got tons of opportunities within our community. As I mentioned, we are publishing a magazine. So we give first dibs to articles to all of our co-authors. So there's another opportunity. I have a podcast as well. You've got this mama, same as my books, the title. There's just so many opportunities in our community to share your story because that is my mission is to share the stories of women, mothers, people, humans to get it out there into the world. I love it. I love your mission. I I feel it so deeply. Now I want to know, how do you juggle this all with three (laughs) boys? Not three, just three children, three boys. Let's talk about that for a second. How do you manage your time? And it's the question I get asked the most is how do you do it all? And it's funny because in my coaching practice, this is what I teach on because as a clarity coach, a lot of what I do is time management, time blocking, strategies around that. But really it boils down to, I, I've coined a system called situational triage. So there's three questions you ask yourself. Is it life or death? Does it need to get done right now? Probably not. It's a, a really quick and easy way to prioritize things and create those boundaries and the things that you need. So is it life or death? No? Okay. Next question. Who can I enroll to help me through this? Like who needs to be an intervention in this process? So if it were a medical triage, is it a surgeon? Do I need stitches? Do I have a broken bone? Like you, you triage the situation in a life situation. Do I need help with the kids? Do I need a break? Do I need, you know, somebody to do my sales funnel for my website? Do I need somebody to manage my social media? Like what is the thing that is causing the most overwhelm and stress, right? And then outsource, whatever it is, even if it's meal deliveries or preparation. Uh, And then the next question is how can I make myself more comfortable in this situation right now? And often it's as simple as taking a deep breath or having a glass of water. So it's like being more mindful and intentional around how we operate. That's what keeps me sane. Yeah, it's chaotic. Yeah, it's busy. I've got a teenager, which comes with its own things. I've got a six-year-old and a four-year-old, all boys. We've got 40 plus animals. We live on a farm. We've got 70 acres of property to take care of. We've got, I've got three businesses, essentially. I've got all these books, all these clients, all these things. Yeah, it could overwhelm me and take me down. Absolutely. But I'm just really mindful and really intentional about how I prioritize my time. And I come first, always. So 
people can wait, clients can wait, even my kids can wait. I've got grandparents close by, whatever that is. I prioritize me and that may sound selfish to some, but I promise you, if you try this, it will help with whatever it is that you do. So I put me first, self-care. I go for walks every day. It's in my calendar. It's booked, non-negotiable me time. Everyone else is happier for it. We are so, as I'm talking, I'm like, I do that too. And sometimes, you know, that little smidgen of mom guilt or whatever comes in. I don't know why I'm doing the air quotations so much. I feel like I just want to like be near you physically as it <laughs> express myself. But anyway, yeah, like sometimes that little nudge comes in where I'm like, oh, I should pick up my kids from school today, which I do try to do most days. But yep. I have someone else who can do it, luckily. I need to finish what I'm busy on because I'm in my flow, I'm in my shrong, and I'm not going to ruin it. And I'm a better mom for it because then when I'm downstairs, I am like ready and present and I'm not half sitting in that piece of work that I was sitting working on. So I put me first too. Yay for us. Yes, it, it is so helpful. It absolutely is. It doesn't mean it's easy. Mom guilt is so hard. It really is, especially when your kids are younger. And I feel like it takes you time to practice putting yourself first. I have one last question for you. Yeah. And that is, you know, you were living this life of travel and adventure and a lot of movement and change and I would say energy. And so now I hear you've moved to this farm away from the city, a quieter lifestyle, obviously not quiet in terms of your business and kids. But I'm curious to know how... If you miss that adventurous lifestyle, or if you now feel like that was what you're so appreciative of it, and now you're happy where you are now with the quiet lifestyle, quieter. Yeah, it was definitely an intentional decision. I lived in the city. I moved out when I was 15 years old from my parents' house. I lived on my own, and I had so much autonomy and independence. I traveled around the world by myself with like nothing but a tutor, and it was fun. And I have I have zero regrets. And to be able to say I have zero regrets in my entire life is it feels like a magical thing to me. So I'm so grateful for that. But I wouldn't change where we are now for anything. There's moments where I'm like, I'll, I'll smell something. And I'm like, oh, that reminds me of Cape Town on the beach and this. And, you know, I get that like pang of, oh, the days. But I think we all get that. I have that from my childhood, too. I have that from any vacation I've gone on with people. So I think it's natural to to miss things and to remember things with fondness. But no, I have absolutely no regrets and I wouldn't change a thing. And I love our quiet little life. It's exactly what we wanted. And of course, with the global situation that's happening at the moment, like we have been here for almost a year and a half. So that was well before this all went down. And in hindsight, it's obviously the best decision we've ever made. We've got space, we've got property, we've got fresh air, we've got, you know, protected land around us. Like it just, it feels so spacious and free. You obviously had clarity on what you wanted and therefore you went and found it. Yeah. Yeah. So you do practice what you preach. I love that. I, I do. I have to. <laughs> yeah. Sabrina, let us know before you go, can, how do people, cause I know you have a few accounts and I'm sure you have website. Just let people who are watching and who will be listening to this podcast episode, where they can find you and how they can get in touch. 
Absolutely. I tried to simplify it for everyone because it was getting a little much having 10 different social media accounts and everything else. Anyone who's managing multiple businesses understands that was the part that was overwhelming me was having too many accounts. YGT Mama is the best way to find me. YGTMama.com. It's all connected now. It's all linked. YGT Mama Media Co. is my, my publishing house, but you can still contact me through here. This is me. I'm YGT Mama on all platforms. So come check us out. If you're interested in co-authoring and sharing your story, I would love to chat and inspire you to do so because it's such a powerful, powerful thing. And I have zero people saying that they regret their experience with that. So it's definitely an amazing opportunity and option. So that sounds so awesome. Well, I love your vibe. I love your energy. Thank you. I'm so happy we're now connected. This is just the beginning, I guess. I think so. Have a beautiful day and I'll talk to you soon. You too. Here it is. My newest offering for all you driven, high-performing, badass women out there. Minx Mode is a new and exclusive mastermind that I've designed to keep you on track, inspired, accountable, networking, growing, and in community. Starting in January until June of 2021, Minx Mode will include one 60-minute group mastermind Zoom call per month, one 30-minute private coaching call with me each month, an accountability WhatsApp group, ongoing email support, network and contact sharing, and so much more. There are limited spots available, so if you want to hear more, I invite you to schedule a discovery call with me. Simply head to the link in my Instagram bio, and let's get talking. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Minx Your Morning. If you enjoyed it and found it valuable, I would love it if you could take a moment to write a short review. Rate this episode and also subscribe to the Minx Your Morning podcast. That way, other passionate and driven people just like you will be able to find it. And if you're interested in kickstarting your dream life, book a complimentary trial coaching call with me over at www.liathorovitz.com. And come and hang out with me over on Instagram. My handle is at Liat Horowitz. Have a minxful day and see you next time.